0: Okay, I'm going to start. You're listening to the Fade to (laughs) Gray Network.
1: We invite people of all
2: backgrounds to share their stories. Through nuanced conversations
0: and forward thinking
2: and not taking ourselves too seriously.
0: Everyone's story matters. Every
2: voice is important. Life is polarizing, but not everything is
1: black and white. Come join us as we fade to gray. Come on in.
0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Fade to Gray. I didn't—I said the right Ow. podcast this time. Uh, I am here today with the guys. We got my handsome hubby Omar. Uh, uh,
2: that's subjective. That Chris, is very subjective. Chris the asshole. <laughs> I, just four, I just turned forty. turned <laughs> forty recently. I don't know.
0: Lordy, lordy, Omar's forty. That's what his father or his stepdad told him. And then uh, our wonderfully Classic. balding gay man Seth.
3: <laughs> Hello. I was gonna say,
1: don't talk about Linda that way. <laughs> that was not nice,
2: Seth. It's not that he's balding; he's glowing. He's it's glowing. This, it, it, he's glowing with the. Come on bo- in and say hi, Seth. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see everybody. And who are we interviewing today, baby? Today we are, are we-
0: interviewing my amazing boss, Linda. She's a friend, uh, my boss. I. We I, we gave Linda her Christmas present, which was all of uh, the in- lady instructors and a couple of the guys just saying amazing things about her. And the girls, the other girls, were saying how Linda is a friend and they would never call her boss. And I'm sitting there going, "I love telling people Linda's my boss. I don't know what they mean <laughs> because I, that's pretty
1: rare to have a boss that you're like super cool with and one on your podcast.
0: I know that's why that's why <laughs> I want to make sure people know Linda's my boss. Like I love this lady. And um, in the few conversations that um, I have, you know, I, I'm a music instructor at the Porch Music Store in Franklin, Pennsylvania. Linda, what is, what shout out? Woo woo! Linda's one of the co-owners. Uh, if you guys want any guitar strings or music books, we can send them to you if you live far far away. Um, and if you want to get, you can also
1: get one-on-one uh, lessons
2: from Elizabeth herself. Yeah, if you know it. it. And, and other instructors. <laughs> and don't forget the the canjos.
0: Yes. These awesome little instruments, these canjos, uh, made from Tim like a sex face. Yeah, yeah, explain. <laughs> canjo? Yeah, Linda. Like that's a real thing. Yes, it is. Is. I
1: thought we were, we're like
0: cracking a no, joke. no, no. It's not a sex joke, a and cam-jo. it's a real thing. Yeah. So wait, Linda, say hi and tell Seth what a canjo is.
4: All right, hi Help everyone. <laughs> uh, so, so Seth, uh, a canjo is um, just a neck with a can on the end of it and one string. And okay. So it's easy to play, and uh, you can play little tunes on it. And you and know, you, got,
2: you guys put frets yeah. on that stick. Yeah. And and you can use any can. Like, does there a certain size can you're supposed to use? How does that work? Twenty eight ounces. You can actually
4: <laughs> use just about any can. Um uh we would use spam cans. We'd Ooh. Used, um, tasty.
2: Would that be a yeah. spanjo? <laughs> oh.
4: A spanjo. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. that humor yeah so you know it and tins you can put a tin on there you know it just is it everyone has a little different sound so it's kind of fun that's what actually started the whole dagon music stores i started making those and it grew from there
2: wow yeah that's pretty cool
0: so we uh i get the privilege of being one of the, one of the instructors uh for linda with linda i don't know how you say that but Anyway, I really have enjoyed it. And there are times when things are just a little bit slow, or I'm in between lessons and Linda and I will sit and chat. And I've really enjoyed our conversations just about life and the spiritual, but like history and just stories. I don't know. It's really fun talking to Linda for me. So I wanted to bring her on the podcast and. Linda, I wanted our listeners and no, my friends here. No pressure,
2: here, Linda. You know, no li- pressure. Elizabeth's going to like For talk sure. you up a little bit more.
4: <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'll try not to say anything dumb. <laughs> it's okay. You're with us. You're, you're fine.
3: Um, I'm here, Linda.
2: You
0: won't be the only one. We, <laughs> Thank I, you, I, wouldn't, so I wouldn't
2: know the difference. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we... Um, yeah i i wanted my uh wanted to give you a chance to tell us your spiritual story tell us where you've where you've came from and where you are now because i think it's really fascinating so so tell us uh tell us a little bit about how you grew up what was your family life like and what was your uh what was your family's spiritual background as when you were a child
4: that that really is is yeah that's the most significant part probably in my story. Because it set everything else in motion. Um, I grew up in a you know a local church. Um, all the neighbors went there, so it was a really strong strong community. And my mother took me every Sunday. We went to Sunday school and and sat for church, um, and that was really important to her. And um, it was a Church of God, um, but um I remember it being a very loving place um, and and strong connections with all the the community there and um, but my mother died when I was eight. and um, what was significant about the church connection is that there had been a recent sermon that um, They said that if you pray with the faith of a child um, that, you know, all things are possible you know, you know that scripture, I'm sure. But um, so that night when she collapsed and my little brother and I were standing and we're looking down, we could see the room where my dad and my cousin, his cousin were trying to revive her. My little brother was scared because she collapsed in front of, of him. And, and I told him, no problem. Don't be worried. All we have to do, we heard it last Sunday. All we have to do is pray because we're children. And so we have the faith of children. She'll be fine. Um, Obviously she wasn't, hmm. but I didn't believe that. Um, they, they took me to the funeral home and, um, I still, she wasn't, she wasn't gone. And I would, I just refused to believe it. And then as the reality set in that year, I grew very angry. Um, Angry that I had been lied to angry that maybe she really wasn't dead and they were hiding it, Um, trying to rationalize that whole.
2: As an eight year old. Yeah. I'd imagine trying to, rustle that faith and believing in God, like a very real believing into like this, but it's not working. You know, you're taking this, this faith that, you know, is real to you. It's real to your family. It's what you grew up in. And now it's needs to be practical and it's, it's completely failing you. And I could couldn't imagine what that would be at eight years old. Was it a shock with your mother collapsing or was she dealing with health stuff coming like leading up to that?
4: I don't think we realized how sick she was because we were little and they kind of shielded us from that. Um, But she had been pretty sick. Um, She had had rheumatic fever and damage to her heart. And um, and she was, you know, she was getting weaker and weaker. And uh, so it was, you know, it they yeah.
2: That's a, lo- that's a lot for an eight year old. And how old was your brother when this happened? Is said it happened in front of him.
4: Yeah. We, he was only five. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was only five.
2: And did he yeah. have the same Sunday school teaching where you guys, I mean, it sounds like you were kind of comforting him. So did he like resent you when it didn't seem, when
4: she died after that? He, he didn't. Um, he, he says he doesn't even remember her at all. He doesn't remember any of that. Um, and so we've we've kind of gone different directions in in how we dealt with that from a spiritual per- perspective
3: at, at age you know 8 and 9 um, as as this happened and you were kind of running through this in your mind right um did you ever reach out to anyone like did you talk to anyone through the church or through family about some of those those thoughts and those fears like did they give you any answers yeah
4: yeah what did they say no actually um i probably i might have if i would have stayed in the same church but my Mm -hmm. dad didn't go to, to church and so my aunt started taking me to a different church where i didn't know anybody so um so that was another thing that kind of and and it was very different it was um it was a methodist church where the minister talked more um hellfire and brimstone mm-hmm. than i was used to hearing
2: grace or something the grace Man. Yeah. So that almost
3: <laughs> sounds it sounds very isolating yeah uh, you know as you're kind of having those doubts and going through those questions and then to change churches in their hellfire and brimstone Yeah. It probably made it feel like it wasn't safe either.
4: Especially when you're
3: already mad at God,
2: you know, (laughs) and and now now you're getting this picture of this like angry God on top of it. So how are you supposed to approach them with things like what's going on Mm -hmm. in your heart? It seems like it's all you can do is continue to put bricks on that wall, man. Okay. So that's, that's a good jumping off point. Um,
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of a, but it, it was interesting, though, that, you know, because then then the emphasis was salvation. You know, <clears throat> I was saved five or six times because I was sure it just mustn't have taken the Is first time. Is that all? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, i in the 20s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they, you know, they kept bringing it up. So I figured, well, I mustn't. I'm. It must be obvious that I wasn't saved yet. So, you know, I kept What was the ask,
1: denomination of that church?
4: It was uh yeah that was Methodist Methodist okay, church gotcha.
1: yeah but they're yeah. they're kind of like a once saved always saved kind of uh, theology right
4: yeah but I but I didn't believe them because they kept bringing it up you know <laughs> gotcha gotcha that's
3: a and good the, po- <laughs> that's a good point Linda like they kept bringing it up so of course I didn't believe it
4: yeah that's yeah plus it, it didn't it didn't feel like anything changed you know I still. I still didn't feel comfortable with the whole thing, you know, and so um so I thought something something wasn't right yet, you know, and
1: I can understand, like what age are you where you're doing this over and over again you're you're continuing to ask God to save you, like what age yeah, are you?
4: It, it probably went on from from uh, you know about about ten to sixteen, seventeen. You know, it just, it just blows my mind
1: that we allow 10 year olds in a service where they get told that they're unworthy and that they need some sort of a savior. And we have 10 year olds who make a decision that they're not capable of making to give their life to a God because they need some sort of a savior that blows my mind. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I've come through, um, through, I you know I, I just became for a while totally disengaged, and then I began to feel like um, because another part then when I was in college, um, I realized I was a lesbian. And so that added a whole nother dynamic.
2: Doesn't everybody realize they're lesbian in college?
4: Pardon me. We got to talk. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I was already like on the edge of my seat with this, but now I am full fit. fully in.
4: Yeah. Well, it took yeah. you long enough
3: to come in, Seth. Jeez.
4: <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I set him up for it, it was Yeah. So, uh, and, and of course, that's in the 70s, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, um, so it was even more difficult than, um, you know, you, there were, you know, I found communities of people where I was safe and I didn't feel safe with my own family. Um, so, um, you know, I wound up then joining the air force and, shh, you know, you weren't allowed to be lesbian then and well, don't um, ask don't tell yeah, yeah. that was yeah, before no, then. No, that that was, was that before, was before that too yeah oh wow yeah. yeah um and so so um so it, it it you know and then i started meeting people and realizing there were other ways of thinking and other spiritual paths and um
0: were you still trying to ascribe to christianity in, in your college years when you were discovering your sexual preferences yes
4: yeah, yes. when
1: did you how make does, your vow to Satan?
0: Well, yeah, how, did, how did those um, mix or not mix or gel? How did you? How did you work through that?
4: Well, uh, uh, actually, it was a couple of nuns that were the best of all, mm. um, and when you know when I I was able to talk to them about the Anything whole nine yards. Anything happened with them nuns? Come yeah. on, Come on, Chris. Chris. No, no, <laughs> none, no. none. I swear, none. Um, but. But they assured me that I was loved, and they assured me that 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 God was not condemning me. Um, that's the first I had heard that. Hmm. You know, <laughs> that's so lovely. Yeah. Wow.
2: That that is interesting, and it, it's coming from some nuns with a Catholic background that were yeah. a- able to 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 preach. You know, that God loves you, like yeah. And get that. And I remember
4: through. their names. Oh. You know, bernie and susie <laughs>
2: that is interesting yeah. though i think were they like holy spirit
4: filled nuns
0: because-
4: uh, they seem to be because they were they were i they were just so kind they were involved with the newman center at slippery rock and um and i met them because i was going to play music there and that's how i even met them and then as i got to know them and started telling them my story you know um and they were, they were most helpful. That's they
2: fascinating, were, Linda, yeah. because my grandmother, um, she got her whole, was a nun named Bernie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but, no. <laughs> but uh, my grandmother met some nuns up in New York, uh, that were <clears throat> like some Holy spirit filled nuns that kind of started her journey into the whole, like God love thing that like ended up per- permeating my family. And, you know, made me who I am today in a lot of ways. So that's really interesting to hear, you know, that you um I think there was a big like nun revival going on for a while. And so I'm I'm thinking it might have been around that time i think they called it something like that yeah Yeah.
4: well bless them (laughs) bless them i will say bless them Uh,
2: but you just you mentioned (laughs) something about sorry seth but uh, she mentioned something about being a musician and i was wondering like at what age then did you know that you had any musical talents or giftings because you mentioned you're in college and you're playing but but when did that start or when did you know
4: well that's another funny story (laughs) um my The reason that I wanted to play music was because my mother had been a musician, and she was very good. She played piano, she played cello, or cello, bass, uh, upright bass, and guitar, and I wanted to be just like her. And so it was the year after she died that I was going into the fourth grade, and you could start music then. Um, but you had to test into the music program. And um, I took the test, and um, the music teacher said that I had no natural musical ability whatsoever, and he would not take me in the program. What a dick. It
0: blows yeah. my mind. That just blows yeah. my mind.
4: Ugh. And, uh, Seth knows the, how you feel. But I, you know, <laughs> I would, th- that was my connection to my mother, you know, and I wanted it so badly. And bless his heart, my father went to bat for me and said, you have to take this kid. And, um, uh, and so reluctantly he did. I played violin one year, very badly. And, um, uh, then he switched me to cello. And, um, then when I was going into seventh grade, they disbanded the orchestra. I still think it was because they heard I was coming. And, um, <laughs> and so, um, so I switched to guitar and, um, And I I, I would agree with with the music teacher that I really did not have natural musical ability. But I love it.
0: I love it. And I love to sing. Yeah, you're the kind of person that if you put the hard work in, you could do it. There's some people that are just naturally gifted, they pick it up. And then there's other people that if they work hard at it, they get it. I think that's your kind of person. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Seth did you have something you wanted to ask?
4: Oh,
2: he... he's, he's just been taken. He's like all done. the jokes today. It's over. I
3: mean like, we have to go back now. Oh. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: well, uh, so uh, we've gotten we got into the college point you mentioned the Air Force. So you're in the Air Force. What um what what type of spiritual life did you have then during the Air Force? Uh, anything at all or
4: They they um you know, I would call it a spiritual life, but it wasn't actually directly spiritual. Um, I was involved in um, the women's program, the federal women's program, and I began to connect more with women who were actively um, doing community things. Um, and, And I'm, you know, I've come to believe now that, Those things are very spiritual. In fact, all things are spiritual. There's a spiritual connection to all things. Um, But I was meeting then women from all walks of life and um, living their beliefs, maybe not talking about them, but living them. And um, so I met a woman somewhere along the way that was universal. Unitarian, Universalist Unitarian. And um, if I was to say I'm anything, I would say that's what I am with a Christian bent, but only because I was raised in a Christian home. If I'd have been raised in a Buddhist home, I'd be you, you, with a Buddhist bent. You know, um, I just believe that there are many ways to find the truth. And um, it's up to us to find the the one that resonates clearest and helps us to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's beautiful.
0: I was waiting for Seth to jump in, but... I mean,
1: the Bible says that there's only one way to God, and that's through Jesus Christ. So, you know, I don't (laughs) know know. about this Christian thing. (laughs) I know.
0: I know. (laughs) Chris is our resident agnostic, so don't take him too seriously.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just, I'm fucking with you. I I, I love what you said. I, I think it's great. You know, the idea that... We're all connected spiritually somehow. I don't know. I mean, if Chris, I depending on the scholar you talk
2: to, though, like you could say <laughs> that like Jesus made that way, but you can still get I there guess. through other paths. But he's basically he's opened the door, and you now so we can all yeah. get there.
4: I yeah, guess. I like to, I like to think of that as what what Jesus was saying is here is the way. Follow this. Um, That. That he was—he was not saying I'm the only way. He was saying, "This is the path I'm showing you. Follow this."
2: You know, yeah, that's what yeah. I like to think. And he seemed a lot more. Political than you know spiritual in a lot of the ways too so that's a whole other story but we'll, yeah. we won't go there today this week we don't want to make Seth cry <laughs>
3: so, so yeah. I, I am gonna go back so okay. <laughs> <laughs> go you changed your mind nuns? Seth no I did because I think it's good I'm gonna go I want to go back to the nuns
0: <laughs> yeah, Seth is okay. coming in the
3: back <laughs> in coming out as gay myself you're gay I yes. shut up Chris <laughs> I don't remember at what point but I remember someone pulling me aside and telling me that it's gonna be okay yeah and letting me know that I was loved and I I don't remember the circumstances because it's been a really long time but I know that it was very very meaningful for me yeah and you know what this was happening to you was it a nun it was this, 70s, 80s. What? What? When was this half? Like when? That would happen? have
4: been. Uh, it's the same. A, it would have been 1976, 77, right in there. Yeah. Don't so tell, tell saying, us how I old think...
0: you weren't at that point, Seth. We don't want to know. <laughs> no. My, my...
4: That's
0: the no, summer what... of
3: love, baby. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I, I feel like that's a very strong message to receive at that time, especially in our country. Yeah, and did that message that you had with those nuns? Was, did that stick? It did, or or did you struggle through it?
4: Well, I still struggled because you you want the people who love you to accept you, and and that um, came to some degree. It's still there are still members of my family that I, would throw me under the bus if they could. I'm I'm sure. Um but you have to learn to live with that and and find your own peace, as I'm sure you have, Seth, and I hope you have.
3: I'm working on it.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um no, but it just it's interesting because <laughs> when we talk about spirituality and religion and then you bring in the sexuality component, um, it gets complicated pretty quickly. And I feel as if religion and, and those things have been used Uh, in an abusive manner
4: they Uh, have here's something that um i've just recently got gotten interested in hildegard and um when i'm finding and but i've 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 been sensing this, this for a long time that everything everything has a spiritual component everything and um that we need to find the right path in that. So, so it doesn't matter whether it's sexuality or, or, um, where you work, the job you do, um, your political views, all of it has a spiritual component. And, and it's up to each of us to really, really search our spirit to make it right. And, and that's hard. It's hard. And yeah.
0: How is that playing out in your life now then with the, with your in your spiritual walk? Cause you're, I know you, you're a spiritual person, but tell, tell our listeners like what that looks like for you, how, how you walk your spiritual walk now.
4: For me, it's still a struggle. You know, it, it will be always, um, through this lifetime, in the next lifetime, in the next lifetime. And I do believe we have to do it over and over again. <laughs> that's another whole avenue of my weird ideas, but, um, but that's what it is. I mean, eternity is. And um, right now I'm, I'm having to, I find that uh, um, even at my age, I'm having to relearn things that I knew 20 years ago that I forgot. And forgot how to practice, and this week I had some smackdowns. You know, I, I had a, a nice thing and a and a and a reminder, a humbler, in that we can be dead wrong and think we're right, and mm-hmm. I was wrong. <laughs> and um, we can have a good influence. I mean, it was so nice. Um, what what our staff did for me this Christmas was so nice. And, and they made me feel like, like I'm a positive influence. Um, but then I realized I caused, I caused or was part of something not so good. And, um, so it's always a struggle. Everything is connected. We're connected to everything. We're connected to everybody. Even the people we do not like that are in our lives, we're connected to them and our connection matters. Um, There's some wise so, words, Linda. <laughs>
2: I like what you're preaching there.
4: <laughs> yeah, you get me going. You get me going. <laughs> but but living it is hard. Living it is hard.
0: Yeah yeah, for sure. What's the alternative
2: though? Right. I mean, you have to go, (laughs) you have to go through it either way. Right. Yeah.
4: yeah, And, and you'll have to keep going through the same thing in another lifetime. I believe if you don't try to get it right and get past, let's get to the good stuff, you know.
0: (laughs) Do you want to tell us more about your, um, your afterlife thoughts or your, do you want to tell us more about that? I'm curious how you came to that conclusion that that we relive. Yeah, is there a story? Is there a story Linda? there? <laughs> is there <laughs> a story
2: behind that? She was watching. I, I she, was watching, watching past she was watching Lost and
4: Well <laughs> this this goes back to I think the, the story about my mom dying. Um that's my dog bumping her head on. Hi me.
0: Angel. Uh, yeah <laughs>
4: Angel's here. Um when when I was very young I learned to, when I would go to sleep, I would talk to my mom. And what I began to realize is when I woke up in the morning, she she had visited me. And, and I actually wrote a song about that. Um, and I have found, I believe that when people, when we pass, that we're really just in another room, that we really aren't so far away. And um, we have been taught that we're separate. But if you look at other cultures and other beliefs, um, there there isn't that separation. And and in my own experience, I know from my own experience, we, we are not so separate. We think we are, we're not and um so that afterlife is just that next room and um i think i think that's
2: that that's an interesting thought i mean it kind of overlaps other thoughts and things i've heard too would would you then say that another way to describe that may be dimensions
4: yes yes and i just was watching rue um the uh the law of one today and uh, and that's talking about those other the those other dimensions yes is
1: it kind of kind like of the like multiverse a, it, I'm sorry is that kind of like the multiverse
4: um it's the law of one it was actually channeled from um aliens <laughs> uh it's a it's just this whole other um yeah, I, I fill my mind with a lot of interesting things. No, no, that's
2: that is really interesting that you're going down that path because <laughs> me and Elizabeth have been going down that path recently, and I've been trying to get Chris to go down that path. So the listeners as well, um, Hillier on Amazon Prime, check it out. It's crazy watch about it. the Manth Cave System, and um, they get into it a lot of me up. different I only watched stuff. Two episodes. Yeah, <laughs> but. but um, Good job to them, and they're real people. I looked them up. I'm trying to get them on the podcast. So shout out Hellier. Um, I think the one guy's name, uh, Newkirk, Greg Newkirk, um, is the producer. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, one of the things that you're talking about with the dimensions, I thought was interesting because I think that could explain a lot as far as like you know, like maybe thin walls where things are people have more spiritual experiences in certain locations you know and yeah. it could have to do with you know even like where they're living with like uh, the ground they're on if there's lots of quartz you know and magnetic fields and what it does to the human body and things like that and and but it'd be it'd be really interesting because that's what if some of the stuff that we see even uh UFOs. I don't want to get too out there, but like, I mean, that is, that it, it may not be from outer space, but from another dimension. That's just there for a, a moment in time, and then like it it goes away because it goes into it back to another dimension.
4: Somewhere. Right, right. I have found my people.
2: i'm just saying it's a um, a possibility it's just as real as as anything else i've ever believed in my life so it's just
1: as real as a virgin birth but hey um have you all heard about this harvard professor who's writing a book about that um they called it like a just a really flat like space rock or whatever that flew close to earth um back in like 2018 he's saying that it's totally uh alien and that um, this is a Harvard professor.
2: Well, they just wow. released all that stuff this year. Yeah. Like no one's talking about it because 2020 was so fucked anyway. But like they released all of the classified documents from uh, what is it? Area 51 or the, the stuff. Yeah, yeah. The stuff Roswell. About. And mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And then there's I mean, there's just too many people that are having the same experiences, you know, like that and like reoccurring and different things. like that. I don't know. I don't who's to say that like we have the answers is like when there's so so much mystery out there, it's, it's acid on. So, yeah.
4: Yeah. That, I mean, that's one of the things that, that when I, when I've had people hold the Bible up to me and saying, this is the word of God. I said, that's a pretty small God.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I mean, I mean, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all agree, <laughs> at least the four yeah. five four of us here.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean there there's more in a book of physics, you know. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: there's good, yeah. there's yeah. a whole lot more. To, to
1: think yeah. that that's like the only, the only guide to what God is or how humanity came to be, seems pretty limiting.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Very. Very.
2: It's interesting. D- well, what other woo we'll t- do you Take like <laughs> one one w- before before we answer that question. One quick break. Is your dog in the room with you?
4: Yes, and they and they're playing with their dog bowls. Are, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can see them. Are, Let's see. Yeah, they. Yeah, are gonna they're there. gonna be
2: in the yeah, podcast yeah, too.
4: Yeah, Angel, Angel. She actually is from another planet. And also, <laughs> I, and then that that's another one of my beliefs, is I'm not really from here at all. Um, I'm, in fact, at, at age 12, I was telling my science teacher I was from Pluto. She was trying to explain that I couldn't have been because I couldn't live there. But I'm not from here, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think that's probably uh, like. There's a lot of Christians that would agree with you on that. Say we're not <laughs> yeah. of this world. They yeah. might, you know, they might believe it a little differently than you do, but it's, it's essentially the it's the exact
3: same thing. The yeah. Bible is clear. We are to be aliens in the world. In the world, but, but not, but not of, of the world. Of the world, right? Right. We're strangers in a deserted land.
4: Yeah. Well, sorry, angels making so much noise. <laughs> We'll get as much of <laughs> it as,
2: as we can in post, but yeah, okay. we we apologize okay. to listeners, but it's a very, yeah, good, con- very good conversation. It, it's, this is a riveting part of it too. I mean, it, it, it's funny how the conversation led in this direction, but like I have, I did binge watch a lot of that. So I have been, you know, thinking about the, yeah, uh, a, a, lot, a lot of the possibilities. So
0: we already yeah, you, right we told you, Chris, we told you, we told you, Chris, we told okay. you you okay. needed to watch it. We were it's all worth it. Of-
3: now, I've got to, because, okay, Linda, now these three can get a little out there sometimes. <laughs> and and I, I'm really happy that you're all connecting on the spiritual <laughs> level.
1: Seth's so going to have to bring it back.
3: <laughs> I am.
0: Bring it back
1: to, bring it back to, bring to Jesus. It back yeah, if it yeah, ain't the no, Word of no, God, he's going to want it.
3: Can, can, okay. Dimensions, Omar? <laughs> yes. I mean, dimensions.
0: Why
2: not? What's like,
0: heaven? What are the seven heavens?
2: Heavenly plane. Yeah. yeah I mean, seven, or, There's seven, I, there's seven heavens, right? Let
0: me talk.
3: I, it, I, there are. I've like barely been able to get a word in edgewise with you today, and I know it's because we haven't podcasted for a while. But damn it! So I understand what Linda's talking about. Like I can kind of buy in and get the the rooms. Like it's almost like a video game. Like you know, you play your you play your life. You're over and you're. Next. Is it because the right song where there's many
2: over. many rooms, big, big dimensions? Big
3: house? Dimensions seems
1: haven't far. you seen interstellar at the end where, where he goes through the black hole and then he's like in the room with his daughter. He doesn't in the watch past?
0: movies. He watches yeah. TV shows.
2: I mean, <laughs> life's life's starting to feel like a movie right now if you turn on the news, but in, <laughs> it, anyway, like, yeah, Seth, why not? Why not dimensions? I mean, why can't heaven? I mean, be another dimension. Even it talks about the seven heavens and seven different realms and different things like that. And I mean, there's a lot of things that aren't explained in that
3: book, as a, that's the Bible, and he, most of it is not explained, and even is disagreed upon within what is written. So,
2: but even even if you look at some of the stuff that is written, and you know some stuff that even Jesus is saying, like when you start talking about you know we are all our own gods in a way, um, could be could be taken from some of the stuff Jesus is saying, and then you also can look. I, I don't know. Don't I, I look think at us like that, Seth there's a, I, everybody's, the even it, if there, even out. if there is a heaven, everybody's heaven looks completely different as it is. And I think that the most beautiful thing that we have in this world is our minds and like, however we see reality, whatever we believe is our reality. But, but the beautiful thing about that is, is we can change it. And that, and so like, I don't, why can't, why Come can't, on. why, Come on. why can't there be dimensions, Seth? That's Come That's on. the whole thing is like, you're asking the wrong question. Like oh. the question can't be, like how can there be? It's like how can there not be?
0: Can I you get an an amen in? to Off. We're talking to you, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> can I get an amen? Are, are you, you <laughs> agreeing with us, or are, you just are, want us are, to agree? Are, with are are you just, so did, did you
2: just did you just tune me out completely? I think he <laughs> yeah, did.
3: I did. I, did. <laughs> I was done, Seth.
2: It can't all no, be.
0: I... It can't all be in your brain. There's so much more to this world than just what's in your brain. Or is there? Well, and we only I use am, part uh, of our brain. Sorry, Seth, go ahead.
3: I'm kind of a hot and cold kind of guy. Okay. I'm either all in or I'm all out. Mm. But not okay?
0: everybody is.
3: I understand so that. So why and is I, the way
0: you do it the only way?
3: I don't think it's the only way. Well, I'm just sharing like my opinion. I'm just sharing my opinion. Jeez <laughs> my belief system. I'm not discrediting anyone else's
2: okay are, are we scheduling <laughs> interviews around that same time a month again is that what's going on <laughs> <laughs> no Omar, sorry no. sorry sorry linda uh, anyways what what do you think i mean seth tuned me out but i, I mean like i i just think that like a lot of times we, we are asking the wrong questions it's kind of like we we're thinking yeah. so small like we're only limiting ourselves and i think, may- I think any, maybe i think maybe that's what uh elizabeth's saying too but what's that chris sure
1: well, I was going to say, I, do you have any any proof or and I know you don't have proof, but do you have any like stories that would, you know, maybe yeah, help us understand why you have these beliefs? Me? Yeah. I know you said that you prayed <laughs> to your mom or that <laughs> right. you spoke with your mom when you were a kid and that she had visited you, but like what
4: else makes you think that Oh, oh, that's yeah. a good question because Okay, good. Um <laughs> and and with my grandmother as well. Um I would ask a specific question, you know, I'd have a problem and not know how to deal with it. And when I would wake up in the morning, the answer I had was something I would never have thought of. And and that's what convinced me that they were speaking to me because um, uh, I don't know where else it would have come from. Um, Well, unless God, you know, not my grandmother and mother, you know, some people would say it was God. Um, And that's okay, too. Um, I think sometimes we get caught up in semantics. But um, as I've talked about some of these far out things, Seth, um, one of my friends used to say when I would go, you're making my brain swell. And, and I think that's what I'm hearing from you is, and that's okay too. You know, we can keep, we can think as complicated or as simple as we need to for our own spiritual journey. The, the trick is, are we growing and are we learning?
3: Oh, I love that. I love that. Are we, are we learning? Are we growing? Yeah. I think that's really, really good. And I wasn't like trying to say you're wrong with anything. I, I, I'm, you know, I think, especially with Fade to Gray, we're, we're all about different angles and we're all in different places, right? Yeah. And it really comes down to a journey. And we're all on the same journey. We're just at different points. um, And, and so I'm just at a different spot.
4: Yeah. Um, well, and also some of us like to complicate things. You know, we love, we love thinking about, yeah. <laughs> we love thinking about does. more. And um and sometimes that isn't better and so if if you're like you know that's just too far out there for me that's okay in my mind it's okay
1: Mm, i agree i've actually been toying around with the idea of ancestral worship a little bit um I know that's really like a, far like out a there. Look at Seth's face. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's really far out Chris there, is but become a witch.
2: Wait, time if, out. There's,
1: if there's you, anything, what? What has Fade to Gray done? You started
3: this <laughs> as an atheist, and now you're worshipping ancestors? No, I'm just saying, What's if happened? there's
1: anything I can believe in, and I know for a fact that exists, it's my ancestors were here, and they had me you know, and they're a part of me and they created me. Um, and you know, I've, I have a very special relationship with my grandfather who died 20 years ago, who I would love to commune with again. You know, I just, I've been thinking so are you gonna about, get a, you're
2: going to get a Ouija board.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I've just been thinking about trying to like, see if I could have conversations with you him, go,
2: get a you sweat know. lodge. Yeah.
1: No, <laughs> although although I would like to do ayahuasca at some point, uh, but no, only if no, you do definitely it with me, not, <laughs> dude. Th- I thought you're supposed to only do it by yourself, though.
2: Yeah, but I mean, we, we can take turns. Any-
4: okay. <laughs> hey, Chris, do this when you, when you when you go to sleep tonight. Ask your grandfather to remind you of things you might have forgotten. Okay see what happens in the morning all right
1: i'll
2: definitely do that what see i don't show. like I, I don't like thinking like this um and i'm sorry <laughs> if this is vulgar but only because not because it messes with my like spirituality of my like, youth but more that like i don't want to think about my dead ancestors watching me fuck my wife <laughs>
0: <laughs> my dead dad's sister's watching that, 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 me that's, in that's their the old bedroom i, that's I mean that, that,
2: that's, that's more the more of market. the problem with Liz- elizabeth just said no elizabeth's like preacher the one who married us like uh, gr- grandfather, grandfather yeah
0: my grandparents He's watching, y'all are dead well, oh my- and we're in their bedroom <laughs> that's where we celebrate our marriage.
4: (laughs) Omar, remember it's it's another room, so just close the door, you're okay. (laughs) There
0: you go.
3: And when when one door opens, when one door (laughs) closes, another will open. You know? Oh my god. And we all missed a wonderful sex joke that Omar made a few minutes ago. Uh, Chris asked, isn't that something that you're only supposed to do by yourself? Omar's response, it's okay, we'll just take turns. (laughs) That that that, that oh. was
2: a, a drug joke, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seth,
0: it always comes back to the sex. All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. Any last questions for Linda guys?
2: Oh man. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you telling your story. Like I've known you for a little while now, obviously. Um, thank you for being a, a wonderful boss my, my wife talks a lot about you um she does i, I feel like i know you you know, <laughs> i do too and um it's been fun getting to know you and i'm pleasantly shocked or not shocked i shouldn't say shocked surprised um of where the conversation led to um and um yeah i think it's okay it's okay to explore these things because you know it's not like i don't think anyone's saying that this is def- There's definitely other dimensions, and this is what's happening. And and I think that's where it gets abusive or it gets wrong when you start putting your beliefs onto other people in such a way. So, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with exploring said beliefs. There's no harm there. So.
1: Yeah, well, the fundamentalist Christian would say that it's demons talking to you instead of uh, your grandpa or whatever. But uh, but <laughs> they e- say don't do it. But yeah. even <laughs>
2: if that's the case, though, that's so like like why? It's so scary as far as like why does everything have to be demons? Like why does everything that you don't understand have to be? scary and evil and like we've we we can see right now like what the outcome of that type of a belief system is so i'm sorry i just that's someone uh, else has to be bad so that we can feel good and don't forget that christian
1: christian theology would teach you that the angels had no free will but somehow they rebelled against god and a third of them were thrown into hell so you know they exist totally
4: (laughs) yeah Oh, Lord. And and
2: it's okay to storm the Capitol. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for listening to Fade to (laughs) Gray.
0: Linda, if if any of our listeners want to get a hold of you or want to buy stuff from the store, how can they get a hold of you? Social media, email, websites, anything like that you want to share?
4: Yeah, we're we're on Facebook, Porch Music Store. You'll find us there. And you can email porchmusicstore at gmail.com and um and i will mention uh, if i can that a lot of these odd thoughts and these stories are actually in my book uh, find your spirit that's on amazon um so find your spirit and, and she's and, a published
2: officer yeah. officer uh, author. published author and and possibly officer in another dimension anyway <laughs>
4: that that was my previous life i you know there, there you, you go, go. <laughs> find
1: your spirit
4: yes yes
1: very cool linda henderson find your spirit on amazon
4: yeah on amazon do you do the yeah. audiobook yeah uh, i did
1: not I did gotcha on.
0: We'll throw a link in our in our uh, show notes for any of you listeners who want to pick up a copy of that book. But Linda, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. All right, so that's, that's a, a good hard
1: out. Hard out, yeah. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much, Linda. Linda. That was interesting. Well,
4: thank you. That was fun. Well, thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thank certainly Chris. plan
1: on uh, I certainly plan on on asking my grandfather to uh, remind me of something, but I'm going to ask him to remind me of something that was nice. Yeah, I don't r- yeah, want to be yeah. reminded of something that was bad.
4: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, I, ha- I, I have found that the spirits are pretty kind, but um, I think in the, the next life they know they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, for sure, yeah.
4: Yeah. All right. Take care. All right. You too. Bye. Bye.